All right, what's up, podcast listeners? It's your host, Rafael Matuszewski, and this is another edition of my car vlog podcast thing that I do that works out so well because I can just spit out whatever is on my mind on the day and give you somewhat of value to your life. Um, I don't remember some of the cities, but the one city I do remember as my number one is Miami, Florida. So shout out to everyone in Miami listening to the show. Um, And number two, I can't remember the city's name, but it's somewhere out in England. Shout out to everyone in the UK listening to my show. That's super awesome. So I want to talk about kin stretch. So if you've been following my career or my social posts about my career, I'm a huge advocate for functional range conditioning, which is a certification that Dr. Andrew Spina has created uh, through functional anatomy seminars. So essentially it's a system designed to improve joint quality and health and then they also have um, certifications for manual practitioners that can use utilize the same principles but with hands-on treatment and I got the opportunity to do the upper limb um, out in San Fran over a month ago now wow um, and I'm only allowed to take it because I work alongside a chiropractor under her license. So I'm allowed to use the techniques under her discretion and guidance, which is really freaking cool. Um, and, you know, I have my FRC. I have the functional release therapy for the upper limb. And I also have something called kin stretch. So kin stretch is essentially a certification to create you know, a program for somebody or even lead a class. So the FRC is kind of like third level one and it teaches you how to create better functioning joints through principles of, you know, cars, controlled articular rotations, which I've talked a lot about. Um, I've also posted a lot of videos on it and also uh, things called pails and rails, which is progressive angular isometric loading, and rails is regressive uh, angular isometric loading. And those same principles can be applied to exercise the way our bodies are designed to do. And ever since this whole COVID thing happened, my gym, or Fitness and Yoga, has completely overhauled their business and we are completely online, running nine classes a day, recording classes so people can play on demand whatever it is and one of the cool things is I've been teaching kin stretch classes five days a week and before I wasn't able to do so just because of my schedule with seeing patients clients working on social media managing the clinic like this is a lot and the one thing that is brought up in both FRC and kin stretch is this whole concept of cramping So if you have ever experienced, you know, you trying to stretch something and you get into a position and your body doesn't like it, your body tends to cramp. And it's not a cramp like, you know, you're running and your calf cramps on you. And that's more so, 
you know, you're not hydrated enough, you don't have enough sodium and things like that. But you getting into a stretch position where your body just cramps you up to stop you from staying in that position is a whole nother story. So a example of this that happens a lot is when I get someone into maximal knee flexion. So imagine if you were standing and you do you want to stretch out your quad like every runner does before you know a 10k run and they hold it for 15 seconds and that doesn't really do anything so you know you standing you grabbing your ankle pulling it to your butt to stretch out your quad so imagine if i told you to stand there while holding that stretch and when i told you to let go i want you to hold that stretch actively and not passively so meaning when i pull my leg into that stretch um, that's a passive stretch if i put my foot down so I have both feet are down and I have to get into the stretch position without using my hand to grab onto the ankle I'm actively lifting my heel to my bum right so that's the difference between active and passive and I brought this up on my show before so now imagine you pull yourself into that quad stretch your heel is touching your butt the moment I tell you to let go you're gonna do everything in your power to keep that heel against your bum when I get people to do this, a lot of times what happens is the hamstring cramps like crazy and people can't hold the position anymore. What that means is your brain is sending the signal to all the musculature involved to keep that um, stretch position, but the muscles involved have no idea what that means yet and they go, I'm gonna cramp, and hopefully that's what you want. And over time, when you reinforce the proper pattern of um, maximal knee flexion, the hamstring and the glute and all the other surrounding musculature involved in that maximal knee flexion is gonna work together in harmony in order to keep that position. But a lot of times when you don't train these positions, your body will cramp up on you to stop you because it doesn't really know if it's safe or not, right? And a good example is today when I was teaching my class this morning, I did a lot of nasty things to them. Um, one being maximal knee flexion in that quad stretch position and have them get really, really good at actively lifting that heel to their bum and all of them cramping like just, just terrible. And it's one of those things that people have to go through in order to bypass that mechanism. So the more you can train the body to understand that when I'm asking it to go to full maximal knee flexion actively, it doesn't cramp and stop me, right? Um, another example is like kin stretch teaches your body how to utilize its full, um, usable range of motion and train within it so a lot of times I give an example of you know if I was laying on my back and I lift with both legs straight and I lift my right leg as high as possible eventually I'm gonna stop because of my hamstring my hip flexors whatever it is um, so that being said um, if I had someone stand over top of me and push my leg, 
Again, that's a passive range of motion. You get a, a little bit like, say, another 20 degrees of range of motion. Now, that being said, you have a deficiency in both active and passive range of motion. So wouldn't it make more sense to unlock those ranges of motion if your body can actually get there? You just don't actively control it. Passively, you can get there. And a lot of times, breaking through that barrier, your body goes, hey, like, stop that. I don't know if this is good for me. But if you constantly ask your nervous system for that range of motion, eventually it's going to listen to you. It's just like if I was sitting in this car every single day for eight hours, your body's going to go, hey, you haven't squatted past 90 degrees. Or not squatted, like sat more than 90 degrees. I'm going to keep your body really efficient to stay there because you do this all the time. So I'm going to take that ability of um, squatting past that from you because it's energy sucking, right? But if I laid down on my back and pulled my knees towards my chest, I would have been able to get to, you know, past 90 degrees. Whereas if I go into the gym and stand there and try to squat down, I wouldn't get past there. So what gives, right? We have this neurological blueprint or like code in us that we're able to get all these ranges of motion, but over time, our bodies get influenced to what we are allowed and not allowed to do based on our um, on our daily living and what we influence. And this goes into a whole other topic. Like every day that we wake up, we have all these cells in our body waiting for information. When it comes to the stuff that intertwines our muscle fibers, those cells are waiting for information specifically on how to utilize our muscle fibers for movement. So if every day I decide not to move my body past the ranges of motion that they're designed to, those cells are going to be like, well, you haven't told me what to do, so I'm going to keep it the way it is. So every time I do a kin stretch class, I'm influencing at a cellu cellular um, level um, all the white stuff in between your muscle fibers to move more um, move uh, more like range of motion in a certain joint. So say for my shoulder, most people use their shoulders to have them up here on their laptop, onto their phone, and grab something out of the cupboard. Anything beyond that, our body will stiffen up because it doesn't know if it's safe or not. But if we teach our body to move our shoulder in so many different ranges, then our nervous system will understand, and my whole camera just fell, it fell out of my tripod, um, our whole body will understand this concept, uh, this is super dangerous, but don't worry, I'm back, but our body will understand that, hey, if you're constantly asking me to move the shoulder 
more than just grabbing something outside of the cupboard, then I'm gonna give you that range because you're continually asking me to do so. So long story short, <laughs> kind of went all over the map of cramping and science of stretching and influence on a cellular level, but if you like, it comes down to this lame joke. If you don't use it, you lose it. That's as simple as I can get it. And our bodies are really, really smart in trying to become as efficient as possible. And if that means, you know, preventing you from movement in a squat, for example, like we talked about before, then it'll do everything that's in power to keep you efficient at staying at 90 degrees because you sit all day. And again, long story short, move your body a lot. Move it as much as possible. Move multiple times a day, even if it's five minutes, because you're now influencing all the stuff responsible for our joint health. That's it for me, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, hit the show notes. Add me on Facebook. Add me on Instagram because I post a lot of video content, picture content. Um, and then you'll keep up to date to all my shenanigans. And make sure, give me a five-star review on this thing so we can reach more people. Share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are amazing. Until next time, you guys, that's it for me.